episode of the bad taste video podcast i am mike i am anthony and i am grizz and we are here with another episode for you of i i i don't know where i was going with that i'm just so in shock by uh you know from watching wrestlemania (laughs) and the crazy (laughs) shit that we had to experience the last two nights anthony is in the same boat as me awesome but (laughs) but we'll save that for another night (laughs) you guys could save that for your wrestling podcast yeah yeah so is that happening uh i think i think so i think we may do a wrestlemania recap uh we'll see yeah maybe we'll see we'll see okay so uh uh this week we're back with killer workout the 1987 slasher super 80s sleazy workout stuff (laughs) uh this is a great one this is a david a Pryor film who you would know from directing deadly prey right which also stars ted Pryor's brother uh, what else? Sledgehammer he did. Hell on the Lost Battleground. Lost Yeah, man. All that shit. Uh, you definitely... Oh, Man Killers, right? Shout oh, out yeah. to EK. Man Killers. He's a fan, I believe. Oh, the one year after Lost Platoon. Yeah, Night Wars. Uh, he did a whole bunch, but Sledgehammer is probably the most popular, the horror-wise... Uh, in the horror genre, a straight to video, shot on video. I don't know. I guess it was straight to video. I don't know it if that was released in theaters. Like was the it? first, not the first, but like in that era of the first shot on video stuff. So it's it's definitely legendary. I guess you could say. But uh, his brother Ted Pryor was also in in Sledgehammer, and he played a character named Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> I think his nickname for him. What's up, Chuck? There's a lot of deadly prey. <laughs> tie-ins with this movie yeah this whole cast have, is deadly prey cast yeah detective morgan he was in deadly prey uh jimmy was in deadly prey yep. you said who else was i uh, was his name charlie is that the one kid that dies with the, like the two yeah girls? like they're van they're like vandalizing the the gym yeah he was in deadly, deadly prey, prey right wow see that uh that's pretty amazing i love deadly prey even though you do not <laughs> you said it's a jock movie. Yeah, we've been over this. <laughs> see, see. I eat hey, my man, words. You can't, yeah, you can't escape the Rob Zombie uh, train of thought, right? <laughs> there was there was no seventies like you know hee haw music in these movies, so I couldn't are, get into. Are you a big Airheads fan? Because Rob Zombie's in Airheads. Yeah, he is. White Zombie. White Let's see, zombie I love is. White Zombie. And White Zombie is in oh, that yeah, movie, yeah. the bar scene. And that's one of my favorite yeah. movies also. I so. love Airheads. Fantastic movie. So this was actually released on April 16th, 1987. So we're actually kind of close to the uh, anniversary, sort of. Yeah. Or at least another, the birthday. Another Hollywood filmed movie, just like we uh, we did last week with Cannibal Hookers. Same, uh, same location. Big Hollywood. You know, lots of... Uh, Pretty girls with big hair, so this was the perfect place to film it. I'm yeah. sure at the time. Yeah, this is like I said before, super 80s. The workout attire is incredibly 80s. The soundtrack is incredibly <laughs> 80s. Uh, funny thing about the soundtrack: one of the songs is the same song used in Necropolis, which is an earlier episode that we did. If you've ever seen that movie in the beginning, when you see the girl who's the witch on like the motorcycle. It's playing the rock and rock song. And apparently even that movie, which I believe came out a year before this, uh, in that movie, all those soundtrack pieces were taken from other movies like Trancers and like The Alchemist, shit like that. So this was like a recycled soundtrack from a recycled soundtrack. That's awesome. I don't know. I like the soundtrack on this on this movie, though. Well, it fits uh, it's incredibly 
incredibly 80s, a, yes. a cre incredibly electronic. I'm so excited I can't speak. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we also had a movie that was sort of like this called Death Spa, right? Yes. And that was, what, two years later? Something like that? Two years later. And ironically enough, there is a scene in this that, like, the building that they're, uh, this, this spa is in, or this workout gym or whatever, uh, gets spray painted with the term Death Spa on the window. So I, I'm thinking that's probably a stolen name. From this yeah, movie. for sure. And it also says, too, really. So it also says aerobicide. Aerobicide, which is the alternative name for this movie. Yeah, why don't you tell us some of the other names for this film? Yeah, these are kind of fun. Uh, I guess in Spain, this movie was released under the name Deadly Training. Uh, in France, we have the Aerobic Killer, and one of my favorite ones was the uh, the Denmark release Strength Training with Death. So that's a very epically 80s name, I feel. They, sh they should have went with that one, opposed to Killer Workout. You want to hear You want to hear something pretty funny or cool, I guess? The girl that plays Debbie, who is the person that like uh, Ted Pryor goes home with and she gives him Jimmy's address, she ended up marrying Mixmaster Mike oh, from no the Beastie Boys. No uh, shit, dude. That's yeah, funny. yeah. Isn't that pretty funny? That's amazing to me. <laughs> Small world. And uh, Marcia Carr, who played Rhonda, she was in a bunch of stuff that you probably would know if you were a tape collector. Chained Heat and Savage Streets, Maniac Cop, and she was in Sledgehammer. Yes, so, she was. Yeah, so she has a pedigree also. Uh, this movie, like I said before, I believe, well, this was definitely straight to video, right? This was released on Academy Home Video. Yes. What is it, Academy Entertainment or whatever? Uh, yeah, I think it's Academy Entertainment. But the how funny much thing you like is, the, uh, the release because it has the the uh, both top and bottom flaps for the VHS yeah, release. Yeah, that's yeah. It makes it even though I had a little trouble with my tape today, but whatever, I got through it. <laughs> yeah, I managed to get this episode together. Um, Used a hair straightener on his tape. <laughs> yeah, I had it. I had it ran across my backyard. So I find it funny that this was released on Academy, but Ted, uh, Ted, I can't even, I'm going to, I'm going to mess him up the whole episode. David Pryor, David A. Pryor owned AIP, right? I did not know so, that. Is that what the, yeah, the whole deal is? No wonder Action International Pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was started in 1986 and they, uh, were involved with about 46 films between 1988 Holy and 1994. Shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all those like low budget action films that Ted Pryor's in and shit like that. AIP all comes back to David A. Pryor. So much sense. I mean, Deadly Prey, what? That's a Sony release, correct? That's a Sony release, yeah. yeah but I think it may say AIP here. in the. Uh, they might have still made that film. Like oh, they like might have produced the studio, it. Or, yeah, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Because they had like their own production company, yeah. So you know they Shopped they did their own Sony. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what was Sledgehammer released on. That's a it's like a big clamshell. I want to say trans. It's like something world. But I don't think I'm not like the uh, the trans like world video or something like that. But it's like a weird like globe with a V on it. I can see like the logo in my head, but I just can't think of the distributor name now. It's like world video or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, either way, why don't we uh, hit the trailer, which doesn't really tell you much, and then we'll get into the movie. Okay, 
Killer workout. Mr. Grizz, why don't you give us a synopsis? When the bodies of the sexy young gym guests start piling up, it's up to Lieutenant Morgan to figure out who the mysterious culprit is before it's all too late. That's, that's not too bad. Not too bad. I'm, I I'm like that. No, that's good. it in, dude. Thank you. Yeah. You sound no, like you no, took that a lot was... of time writing it. I took a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He <laughs> was furiously that. writing it during the trailer of the film. <laughs> yeah, he did not a good do one, it during though. the trailer. No, I'm prepared. I, I really, I told him, I'm like, yo, man, I don't have one. Like, you probably are going to beat me this week. Uh, let's see. Um, a, oh, man, dude, this is hard. Because I came with that heat. Yeah. Prepared. Five years after a terrible accident, a deranged killer is on the loose. Uh, fuck, I can't think. Oh, you were on, dude, uh, you I were, can't you think were, of that. You were getting a deranged killer is on the loose. Who will survive and what will be left of them? Oh, wait, that was a movie already. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I got to start thinking. I got I, I got to start writing mine down. It's, it's not as easy as I'm going to start bringing people. it. From this now is, on, we're going to start writing them all down. This is very hard. Five years after a terrible accident, a deranged killer is on the loose at a local gym. It's up to Detective Morgan and a private investigator to find out who is killing all the gym people. Fuck, dude, I was so oh, close, it, man. It was fucking awesome. Like, I was like, dude, he's going to pull it off right here. It's <laughs> almost there. Damn, next time. Yep. Okay, so this movie opens up with some extremely 80s music and it pretty much sounds like it came from the Blood Rage soundtrack. One, two, three, four, I like the uh, five, sample six, here. Seven, oh yeah. It sounds like the Blood Rage theme song. Just oh, sped up. It's so good. Anthony, you dancing, man? You dancing? Oh, I'm, I'm moving, man. I, I'm all about it. <laughs> See? Doesn't this sound like it? Yeah. I got my leotard on. I'm ready to do this. Oh, damn. <laughs> please. I do not want to see that. Uh, <laughs> the webcam off. So, like any great 80s film, we get uh, the, this opening sequence with this incredibly 80s music. And uh, we end up seeing... This girl coming home and she's checking her messages and this is Valerie and she's listening to all this shit and one comes up saying like, hey, like you got the job, like you're going to Paris, you're shooting the cover of Cosmo magazine she's gonna be the and next she's all girl. excited, right? Yeah, that's it. And he's like, I told him you had a great tan, so like, don't make me a liar, whatever the fuck he <laughs> says. So she puts her shoes back on and she goes over to Second Son Tanning Salon. And we see her going into the tanning bed and I guess by fate or almost like a Final Destination-ish moment, uh, after we get some gratuitous nudity, we see the tanning bed start sparking and it basically lights her on fire. So, yeah. Pretty uh pretty intense. It's great. That was quite Oh sorry. Well, no, go. No, I had a quick note. It's it's I we got to the tanning bed so fast, but I wanted to point out that her apartment looks so much like Sarah Connor's apartment from Terminator 1. <laughs> that was the first thing my head went to. Is this the same place? Are we in the well, same Well, dude, apartment? it's like, well, that was that was LA, right? Everything was recycled in this movie. The yeah. soundtrack, yeah. Yeah. the fucking the sets. I think it was the same ficus yeah. or fern, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> at the front. But they kind of allude to the fact that she's dead in there, right? It and just I shows like... That, that tanning bed that she's in is so fucking big dude it's not like yeah. you're thinking tanning bed you're thinking oh it's like a typical tanning bed this was like hand built by one of the people in the movie I guess too yeah. I think Jimmy did it yeah Jimmy that guy Jimmy in the movie yeah, built yeah. this fucking thing and it's huge you could fit like four or five people in that tanning bed if you wanted to. I just love I just love that Jimmy's the guy from Deadly Prey that wears the sunglasses he looks like he's from Saturday Night <laughs> Fever like you know Bensonhurst Brooklyn yeah, right? the whole bed. time he's got the mutton chops and shit 
Yeah, the tanning bed looks like the the the, the fly machine from the fly, the Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, remake. it looked like a casket, but yeah. that's really an awesome like scene when you see like it kind of pulls out from it, and you see the smoke coming yeah. out, and it's dark Smoldering. around the room except for that. Yeah. I like that. So after this, we get our first aerobics montage of many. Many. And every one of these has music like this. It's so good. As you can hear in the background, there's an aerobics class going on. Right? Dude, I, lo- I lose five pounds every time I watch this movie. Yeah. I should fucking put this on more often. <laughs> and uh, we get like gratuitous boob shots and like girls bending over. There's like one random guy in the class. (laughs) He knows what he's doing. (laughs) Um, And this is where we first see uh, Rhonda. Right? This is the owner or one of the owners of Rhonda's Work It or Work Out. Rhonda's Aerobics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we see a black Porsche pull up and this girl comes out and she drops all the yeah she she drops all this shit on the floor and like there's like all these condoms that come out too right (laughs) fucking ridiculous um yeah yeah but she's like a total 80s fitness stereotype everything you can think of like she's wearing high heels with the leg warmer red high heels killed me dude it's so funny she's going to work like that i loved it yeah yeah and she's apparently an instructor at Rhonda's workout (laughs) and Rhonda, after this aerobics class is over gets asked out by jimmy and she blows him off and they like pan to him like he's this evil fucking guy, right? They immediately send, uh, set him up as a as a red herring. He looks so menacing. And he does not and, like, like, the whole movie does is relentless. Like, it's just Jimmy, 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 Jimmy the whole fucking time, man. So. Yeah. yeah, and he, he kind of he looks like the guy in this. Well, Jimmy in this looks like the guy from Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Like, they have yeah. the same... He looks like fucking... The, what the hell's his name? The dad there? No, no, no. Jimmy looks like the kid, like in Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. <laughs> like the guy, like in the prison. Fuck, I can't think of his name. Uh, so, Rhonda apparently had to teach Jamie's class. And she is not happy because apparently Jamie's kind of a pain in the ass, right? You kind of get the impression that she's always late and like shit's always, you know, she's trying space to dodge cadetti, work. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Lady. And uh, apparently she's not that mad though, because she's just like, all right, go like a lock up. So it's also apparently time to close. <laughs> she just got there and it's closing yeah. time already. Yeah, yeah, we, we had yeah. to close at so, the most proper time. We had, we had to close at one o'clock in the afternoon, guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we have to close. And also, one yeah. thing about these scenes, what I noticed is that how, like, you know, people are saying like girls work out, like uniforms are so like risque nowadays. Like this is crazy what they're wearing. It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shit. it's like, super over the top. It's like over the fucking top. Oh, women are dressing so disgusting nowadays. Look what they're wearing. That was my daughter. <laughs> to be fair, the there's also a scene of a dude wearing shorts who I'm pretty sure his his, his sack would have been showing yeah. if he was wearing yeah. that from yeah. a certain view. So one of the girls, Rachel, stays late and she stays to take a shower. She's like, Oh, I'll catch up with you later at nine. I guess they're going out or they're going to hang out at somebody's house. And she's still in the shower, and that's never a good thing in a slasher film. And the the lights turn off and she gets attacked by a black gloved right does, does he have well does the killer have gloves on i don't, I don't remember, remember if he has gloves but, but you never see it. it's just a pov of the hands with the weapon which is a giant fucking bobby yeah. pin yeah dressed in all black and she stabs he stabs I don't know, man. The killer stabs. They stab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The killer stabs. There's stabbing going on. And that's Rachel in the shower that's getting uh, stabbed to death by this uh, unknown figure. Yeah, so uh, the killer stabs Rachel to death with this giant bobby pin. And I believe the killing blow is the bobby pin goes into her neck, right? 
and you you kind of see it, but you kind of don't. It's a real David Pryor a lot of blood. type thing. Yeah, yeah. You don't. It's not like a gory film. There's just a lot of blood, right? You don't see any real yeah. like meat. <laughs> no, the special effects don't aren't over the top, but there's some good makeup effects in this movie that I liked. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, one later on is I. I know the it, one you're I think thinking of. So. Yeah. So, this is the beginning of the murders at Rhonda's workout, and we see the killer dragging the body across the floor, which I thought this was pretty funny. And Jamie's like too busy trying to sneak into the men's locker room, right, to go smell jock straps. <laughs> so and uh, yeah, and we get like sort of a POV shot, and we hear a noise, and it's Rhonda sneaking up on Jamie, basically being like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then just she just pervert. starts laughing at her, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you fucking pervert. What are you doing? She's so embarrassed, and, dude. It's funny as fuck. Yeah, yeah. So Jamie goes to, uh, I guess, close up the rest of the gym and she gets startled by a fake arm, which I don't know why that would be in the locker, but that's It's the right. 80s, dude. Booby traps and pranks and shit were everywhere. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> Rachel's dead body falls out of another locker and she is scarred for life yep, for the rest of her life. Yeah. And this is where we meet Lieutenant Morgan, who's kind of a piece of shit, but he also is the good guy in this I, film. I love this character, dude. I, I, I dig it him a lot. Really? Yeah, I, I don't so, know. I think he makes the movie for me, to be honest with you. You know, it's funny. I didn't realize this was the bad guy from Deadly Prey until the end of the film. <laughs> no, you messed like, all me all the way like, at the end guy. of the movie. Right? I was like, yeah, 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 dude. yeah. <laughs> and uh, you can tell what kind of guy he is though here in this little interaction uh, with Jamie she was so pretty not anymore <laughs> she was so pretty not anymore <laughs> I thought that was uh, pretty funny because it shows that he, he like doesn't really give a fuck right and he keeps saying <laughs> yeah. like I'm Lieutenant Detective Morgan like get used to the name you're gonna be seeing it a lot so he's immediately suspicious of these two right even though they're like traumatized or at least appear to be traumatized he's immediately suspicious he doesn't trust anybody he's, he's on the case man yeah and the detective apparently found a bloody knitting needle in the locker with Rachel and he thinks that that was the uh, the murder weapon. weapon which we know is not true nope. so when Lieutenant Detective Morgan is speaking to the girls Jamie basically paints this other girl Diane as like a suspect right like oh she keeps to herself she's like the jealous type and she has no idea who the fuck this girl is mm -hmm. really right she she's just kind of like yeah I don't know I just see her around and she's all this poor stuff. Odd girl out at the fucking gym man yeah yeah so this is where we get some more 80s workout shit right some more uh what would you call this uh, aerobics? Yeah, yeah. This is aerobics that really just highlight the butt anatomy of a person because it's just like a good <laughs> two-minute butt shot of every person in yeah. the class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we see these two weightlifters talking in uh, part of the gym, and their conversation is pretty accurate to some people's uh, gym conversations. No shit. No shit. Happened right here last night. Really? Yeah, man. Some fucker cut her up in little pieces and stuffed her in a locker. <laughs> Did he screw her first? <laughs> oh my god. I don't know, but I would have. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we first see our man, Ted Pryor, a.k.a. Chuck. And he's lifting weights, he's doing fucking bicep curls, and he is fucking ripped. Right? He is prime, quite... Baby. Yeah, yeah, he is quite the specimen in this movie. And we hear, you know, speaking of what you were saying about the type of aerobics it is, we hear Rhonda scold Jamie about her aerobics class. What the hell are you doing? Look, business is bad enough already. What? 
But just teach the class to stop showing off your tits and tight little ass. Got it? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, uh, imagine your boss said that to you nowadays. Cha-ching! <laughs> Cha-ching! Oh. <laughs> I wish my boss would tell me that. I need some encouragement. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Chuck is going through Rhonda's office, and she walks in, and she's like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? And apparently Chuck was <laughs> sent there by Mr. Erickson, who's Rhonda's senior partner, uh, to kind of just start working there, right? See what's going on. See what's up. And it just so happens he came on the day uh, somebody got killed. Or yeah. the day after, That's actually. Not suspicious. No, not at all. Who knows? So, uh, we see Chuck throwing out some garbage, right? It's and Jimmy stupid. almost hits him with his fucking Trans Am. And he has some words for Chuck. Problem? I don't have any problem. You new around here? Just started today. Who's asking? Someone who's going to give you some real good advice. Is that right? That's right. Well, I can hardly wait. Stay away from Rhonda. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> you don't listen very well, do you? Stay away from her. I'm going to take you apart. Piece by piece. Damn. That was the punch up in the chest. <laughs> you just made a mistake and they beat the shit out of each other in the parking lot. And Chuck handles Jimmy, right? He beats the fuck out of him and he pins him against the wall. And he makes like a point to say, like, I could fucking end you, right? He <laughs> says something to that effect. And uh, we see Debbie in the background. And she's apparently turned on by Chuck beating yeah. the shit out of Jimmy, right? She's like, wow, look at this guy. And she offers Chuck a ride back to her house. And Chuck agrees. Just fucking leaves work. <laughs> he just got there. He's taking garbage out. He's like, oh, on his first roll. day. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On his first day, he just fucking leaves. Uh, I believe he. I believe Chuck says next time I'm gonna finish it. Da -da Damn. So. They go back to Debbie's house and they have a little talk here about Jimmy. So what do you know about this Jimmy Halleck? I was stupid enough to go out with him a while back. Why do you say that? Because the guy is weird. I mean, he likes to tie girls up and do weird things. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's cool to get kinky sometimes, but the guy's just plain weird. Gotta have a safe word. So... Yeah, so Chuck now asks for Jimmy's address, right? He said he may go pay him a visit. So you think he's going to go there to beat the shit out of him, but that's apparently not the case. And uh, while Debbie goes inside for a second and she's going to get the address, Chuck makes a phone call. Yeah, Mr. Erickson, Chuck Dawson. Yeah, yeah, I know all about that. Uh, nothing, I haven't had a chance yet, but I'm working on it. Yeah, I know that's what I'm getting paid for. Look, don't worry about it, okay? Look, I gotta go. Right. So not all is what it seems. Mm -hmm. And during this part of the film, you can actually hear, like, the music slow down and speed up. Like, the audio track was damaged when it was fucking <laughs> transferred. Yeah. yeah, it's really funny. And Debbie comes out with the address, and she's now in a bikini, right? She's coming on to Chuck, and Chuck kisses her because he's Chuck, and he's Ted Pryor. The scene implies that more happens. I think they, uh, <laughs> think they hook up. You think so? Oh, I'm pretty sure. Dude, it's, it's, it's Chuck we're talking about here. He's a smooth operator. Just it's, listen to his so, name. Yeah, slick blonde <laughs> mullet that he had. Slick Chuck. Yeah. Slick Charles. Okay, so now we get some more aerobics and more 80s music. This is like what they would have played at your birthday when you were like fucking five years old. <laughs> they play this at my 31st birthday. <laughs> you're gonna play, yeah, you're going to have this playing next... Uh, actually, you know what, Anthony? Next time we get together, we'll play this. <laughs> <laughs> the song's on loop I'll make in my a every time I go take a shower. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make a playlist for us. So, Jimmy is watching the class like a fucking sexual predator in the back. Real creepy. Yeah. And 
he's like fucking kind of looking around and everything and this girl Diane comes up to him and they have a really funny conversation because Jimmy is a fucking dick hi Jimmy oh hi Diane what are you doing tonight I don't know you what about you I don't have any plans yet too bad <laughs> and he walks away he just he just fucking fuck you say ya no uh, he's actually, you know, he's he's after Rhonda. He wants Rhonda. He knows what yeah. he wants. So this is where we see Detective Morgan. And he's basically staking out Diane's house. Because he thinks that she's either the killer or there's a connection to her somehow. Yeah, Jamie and threw her under the bus before, so that's his only lead really at this point. Yeah, yeah. And he goes up to talk to her and he knocks on the door. And she won't answer because he's knocking like a fucking maniac. And he ref- he doesn't say he's the police until the very end. And it's so unbelievable that a cop would be that way. He's uh, so aggressive as fuck, dude. Yeah, he's like banging the shit out of that door. And unfortunately for her, the killer's already inside. Right? And late. yeah, she stabs Diane to death. And the detective bursts through the door and the killer... Bursts through the window and escapes. He fucking swan dives. (laughs) Oh my god! The way that the killer fucking jumps through the window is insane. It like explodes through, like when when Jason throws Rick through the window, Friday the Thirteenth. It's like anytime Jason throws a body off the ladder, fucking yeah, yeah. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So this is where uh, Detective Morgan finds out that the knitting needle uh, from before was not the murder weapon and he's kind of surprised by this he was incredibly sure that that was it right uh he's not he's getting too ahead of himself in this he is he also reminds me of the guy from street trash the cop oh the cop yeah very similar character that's a great comparison actually i i just there's a lot of people that this guy reminds me of a little tom arnold the intensity of yes. the way he like you know spoke about things. <laughs> Little Tom. So, uh, so Jimmy scares Rhonda at the gym, right? He like kind of, he's just kind of a douchebag. He's playing around, but he's a douchebag. But Typical he even Jimmy. says something. Yeah, he says he says something to the effect of like, "I'm not, I'm not some fucking like crazy killer or something like that." It's like, oh yeah, man. We oh, all yeah. think you are. <laughs> So we see uh, these three people. It's a this is Charlie, I think, right? And the two girls. Oh, sorry, it's Curtis. I've been saying I was said it was Curtis? Charlie. I knew it was a C name. Uh, so. uh, they're spray painting on the front of the gym, and one of them spray paints aerobicide, and the other one spray paints death spa, and they run away, and Curtis is attacked and basically like chopped in the neck, right, or yeah. stabbed in the neck with a knife. And we're we're moving into the other weapons now. We see one of the other girls, right? And what's her name? Marsha, maybe? Yep. Yeah, I think it's Marsha. Yeah, Marsha. She's looking for Curtis, and she gets grabbed by the killer and has her throat slit. It's a great scene, so, too. Classic, like, grab from behind with the knife. It, it's a very typical slasher uh, scene. Yeah. And Debbie finds Curtis's body... And she runs to her car, but the killer runs there also and starts stabbing through the roof and eventually stabs her in the head. And you don't see it happen, but you see the aftermath. So, R.I.P. those three. And I, I, I like, that like that too, run? because that was a fun, like, it was a playful scene. It was a playful death where, you know, it was almost, it wasn't suspenseful because you knew she was going to die. But, like, she's stabbing, or whatever the killer is, is stabbing through the, the convertible top over and over. And she's moving her head a bunch, trying to get away from the knife. And then, like, the one time it just sticks in and it sticks real slow. And, you know, that's when he finally got her. So, that was a fun yep. scene. I liked it. And after this... We see the paramedic zipping up a body bag, and we get the song from Necropolis. You like the zipping noise? This is the uh, best song on the whole so good. in yeah. the whole movie. I'll agree with that. <sighs> yeah. I like that part. I, lo- I love the bass line. 
this song auto, this movie automatically gets five stars just on soundtrack. Just for this? <laughs> I like the chorus on this. Just make everybody listen to it. <laughs> I'll just lower it so it's in the background. That'd be great. <laughs> so, uh, we see this guy using a lap pull-down machine, and it's sabotaged by our killer, and it ends up bashing him in the fucking head, right? That's and he's so got this funny. huge gash on his forehead, and he's, like, concussed on the ground, and he ends up having his head crushed with a weight, like a dumbbell. The guy just slams it on his face. So his buddy from before walks in, right? He, uh... He sees that his friend is on the ground all fucked up, and what happens to get to him? He gets stabbed in the forehead with a bobby pin. And that's the end of these two. Yeah. And Tommy ends up finding the body, so this is another random character in the movie. And Chuck walks in, sees him there, and just beats the shit out of him, knocks him out. No questions asked. So, you got, you're yeah, the bodies, you're took care your of business. Kicked. Yeah, it got bodied, man. So... Morgan is there now, Lieutenant Detective Morgan, and he's suspicious of Chuck. And I don't know why he would be. The other guy was the one in the room with the bodies. Uh, but Tommy has a dream while he's under arrest and sitting in the locker room. They're letting him fucking sleep off his concussion. <laughs> he has a dream that Jamie is finally like coming on to him, but she ends up getting her throat cut, right? While mm-hmm. she's on top of him. And he starts freaking out, and uh, the detective wakes him up, and he's like, yo, man, what's up? Like, what are you doing? What the hell's your deal? It's just a dream. Yeah. But it's, it's weird, because Tommy what? looks so much like like fucking Jimmy also. I was so confused yeah. at this, because they're like yeah. almost fucking twins. Yeah. So the detective leaves him in this room, and who comes out of the bathroom area? Our killer. And the killer kills the suspected killer. Tommy. <laughs> um, I like that all these people are murdered even under the watch of the police. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the no best part, safe. obviously. Yeah. So we get even more 80s music. Hit it. This is like your, your pizza party at Fast yeah. Fingers. <laughs> Fucking arcade. This one sounds Damn. like uh, transitional music for like and say by the bell when they go to the max (laughs) (laughs) from high school to the max so Rhonda has uh, one hell of a letter opener here and Detective Morgan agrees because he's like hey let me take a look at that thing right (laughs) and Morgan goes to basically talk to Rhonda about all the shit that's going on and she's super aggressive and mad and you can see she's trying to make herself not look suspicious, right? She wants him to get to the bottom of this and find out who the hell's doing it. And one thing I noticed during this whole conversation, and I couldn't keep my eyes off of it, was the L.A. Gear poster in the background. Yeah, and I kept looking Remember at that, Remember that too. shit? <laughs> Blast from the past. Remember L.A. Lights? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, you're, hell yeah. Bah, 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 back, bah. <laughs> So after he's pretty much done saying what he has to say, he tells Rhonda that, like, oh, I'm going to keep somebody here to watch out. And uh, he says it a little bit better. Here you go. Officer Peterson's going to hang around for the rest of the evening, if you don't mind. Fine. Good. I'm running out of body bags. (laughs) I love that. I wrote that down in my notes, too. That line was so good. Yeah. So um, Chuck is snooping around Jimmy's house, right? He's he's really he really thinks Jimmy's the one that's doing all this shit. And he sees all these guns, right? There's pictures of Rhonda on the wall. He's, he's got wearing, like a real fucking serial killer vibe going he's on. He's wearing like the worst outfit for snooping around in. He has like a bright blue and white trucker hat on. That's like a giant billboard on the top of his no, head. No, man, this is what every, everybody looked like this back then. Everybody. <laughs> Let's see, if you're going to go fucking snooping, dude, maybe be a little uh, inconspicuous. So... Chuck goes to Rhonda's house and she's like swimming in the pool and I guess he's kind of doing surveillance right now because he thinks Jimmy's gonna come and Jimmy actually uh, gets him from from behind right Jimmy also goes there and they start beating the shit out of each other again and this time Jimmy wins Mm -hmm. right he ends up punching the shit out of him knocks him and 
knocks him into the pool, and when Chuck wakes up, Detective Morgan's there with Rhonda inside the house. And basically we get Chuck's rundown here. Apparently he's a private eye. He was sent there by Mr. Erickson to see what's going on and all that shit. And they knew about the murder. That's why he's there. And um, it's funny because Detective Morgan makes it seem like it's such a bad thing, right? That he's really like such a fucking piece of shit for being a private investigator. He's laying it on thick. So that's, uh, that's, a, that's his case, man. One of some jabroni yeah, yeah. fucking working his, his leads. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Detective Morgan basically says, like, hey, man, just get the fuck out of here. All right? <laughs> just just leave. They were all jabronis back then. There you go. That's true. <laughs> so one of the girls, Kathy, is cleaning out her locker, and she's going to leave the gym. And she's saying, you know, telling Rhonda all this shit, like, or whoever. She she was talking to somebody. Um, I think she was talking to Rhonda, how she was going to leave the gym. Maybe? Yeah, it was Rhonda. Yeah. It was Rhonda. It was and Rhonda. And she, she goes to see Jamie to say goodbye. But when she finally finds Jamie, she's hanging in a closet, right? Dead. And I this is it. one of the effects that I loved. Yeah, Me yeah. <laughs> She's purple as fuck. The rope is like yeah. syndrome type. There's like blood coming around the rope. It looked really awesome. Good. Yeah, they did a good job on this. And right after we see this body, we get a really funny song. A robot side, baby. <laughs> What do you think? Second best song? This might take the cake for me, though, as the best song. Just because I love specifically made songs for horror movies. That shit rocks. It's also the way they had to phrase it in there and to make it fit a song. Yeah. (laughs) So Chuck's leaving the gym, right? He's he's like, all right, like I'm fucking out of here. My my job is done. <laughs> and Jimmy runs him over with his Trans Am. Hits him with the car. And he casually gets out in his workout pants and stabs him. Right? Oh, it's yeah. like an ice pick that he has or yeah, a screwdriver. And now we see Rhonda is actually wearing a wig. Right? She's got like a badly burned head. Yeah, this what is, a revelation! This, this is the yeah. This is like the first time we see that there might be more to the story than the even uh, the more Jimmy. to the story. So Morgan goes to see Rhonda, and he tells her, "Hey, I'm on to you. I know what's up. I did a background check on you. You're actually Valerie Johnson, and that's the girl from the beginning of the movie who yep. was ki- well, we thought was killed in the tanning bed." Ba, ba, ba. Dude, that was, that's an awesome twist. That's an awesome twist. It is a great twist. It was really good. I was... And... I, what? No, no, Anthony, give it to me. I'm sorry. I just... You know when you're like... When a movie surprisingly has layers to it, and you didn't really yeah. think it would have layers? This was this. <laughs> I wouldn't think it was so, getting a bologna sandwich with cheese and mayo. <laughs> I ended up getting a lasagna, which is great. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was really good. I thought it was a good twist. That would make my day anytime. So Rhonda also like flashes Detective Morgan and shows she's all burnt, right? She's got all like her whole torso is just burnt up. And he's like, hey, that's Speaking not really necessary. <laughs> yeah. So Morgan <laughs> arrests Rhonda slash Valerie. And while he's in the car, he gets a call that Jimmy is the confirmed killer of Chuck, right? That there were witnesses that saw him do it. And she's like, all right, let me out, like smugly, right? Puts her hands up with the handcuffs. Yeah, can't be me. Um, yeah, so Detective Morgan goes after Jimmy, and they have this like really prolonged chase and gunfight and it's a real David A. Pryor gunfight where nobody actually gets shot. just gonna say that this whole scene is a David Pryor scene. Over long like It doesn't really fit in the movie. Nothing yeah totally not. So Morgan basically catches up to Jimmy and like blames it all on Rhonda right like I know it was her that did all this like it's not you 
Even though he did kill Chuck, but I guess he doesn't know that at this point, really. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy escapes. And he runs back to the gym to see Rhonda. And he turns the light on and sees her incredibly burned body. And he's like startled by it, but she pulls out this huge ass Yosemite Sam gun and shoots him like multiple times. <laughs> right? That's a good, uh, decent gunshot too for this movie. I was actually kind of surprised at how well the, the 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 shooting played out. Yeah, yeah, and he uh, he's still sort of alive, and she's like, "Why didn't you know? Why'd you kill Chuck?" And he has like kind of a uh, it's kind of sad here when he dies. Why'd you kill Dawson? Because I love you. Ah, uh, I couldn't let them catch you. Couldn't let them catch you. Wait, I got the gunshot. So yeah, he was still in love with her. It didn't. It didn't matter. But uh, after this, we get this real like weird ending to this movie. Morgan, Detective Morgan, picks up Rhonda, and she's dressed like a genie coming straight out of a lamp. And they're in the middle of nowhere. And he's got a shovel, and he kind of looks like Roddy Piper from They Live because he's got the sunglasses on. And he basically tells this whole story how his like dad killed this fucking killer that got out of jail once on a technicality, and he's like, "This is my turn to like walk the on the other side of the, the line. line." This yeah. is where Rob Zombie got all that shit from, dude. Yeah, totally. that's where. He, yeah, yeah. The what's his name? What's the cop's name? Oh yeah, the that, one from uh, the second movie <laughs> that hires DDP. Yeah, I can't remember. No, Wydell is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like so, a little bit of a long scene, but this scene is great. The dialogue and the way that this cop delivers this dialogue, I think, is 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 so good. Yeah, no, it's really convincing. He's a good yeah. actor in this one. Yeah, I agree and with that. Eventually, puts his guard down though, and Rhonda picks up the shovel and smacks him in the fucking head with it, and he goes flying into the grave that he dug for. Her. So. <laughs> He, unfortunately, it was like almost like a Tales from the Crypt ending. And we see Rhonda going back to the gym where everything seems to be back to normal. And she's going into her office and she takes her keys out. And what's on her keys? Love this. A giant bobby pin. And she like breaks the fourth wall, right? And stares at the, the camera. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's the end of the movie. The end. I love uh, a non-happy enjoy... ending. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy endings like this where the killer gets away. Almost like a sleepaway camp type thing, right? Uh, like where... Very much so. Like a sleepaway. Not it so much the first one, but like the second and third one for sure. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, Grizz, why don't you go first? Tell me what you like. Tell me what you didn't like and give me a score. Uh, there's there's actually wasn't much that I, I didn't like about this movie. Um, I, I, I mean, maybe there could be a couple spots that needed to be edited down a little bit to, to make it a little bit. But it's only it's only like an 85 minute movie, so it really doesn't need to be edited. I guess some parts just run a little bit slower than compared to the rest of it. Uh, things yeah. that I like about it, uh, the music obviously was was fucking awesome. Uh, I love the the hanging makeup when they when the Jamie hangs herself or not hangs herself, but when she gets hung by the killer. I think that's really well done. Um, the aerobic scenes are fucking hilarious, just because the outfits alone are just so much fun to look at and laugh about. I would definitely give this movie a, a higher score. I'm going to go up there with like a 4.7 on this one. This is an absolute must-watch, late 80s in a nutshell. This is great. Anthony? Um, I agree with everything you said. I think that in like an era where like there's like some dramatic movies that have like these very comical aerobic scenes and other like horror movies too. I thought it was done pretty well and I thought it came off in that nice space of between funny and actually kind of like not serious but not like corny. It was just like funny to watch and I thought that yeah. as you said the makeup was good. The music's amazing. I thought the story was very intriguing especially with the twist. Um, a couple, like I really don't think there's much I would change. I just think like 
I don't know. I think the bald cap is kind of like on her head. I would have fixed that a bit, like maybe move some lighting around. But that wig for, got weird. Yeah, I really think for such a short, like a shorter movie, like I, I guess, like I wouldn't really take away anything, take take much away from it. I thought it was really, really good. Um, I give it a four point five. I think uh, one of oh, my yeah. favorite scores ever, honestly. In any movie. Yeah. It's fun. (laughs) So I agree also. I enjoy the story to this. I think it's a little bit better than average when it comes to these types of films, and especially for a David A. Pryor film. I enjoy anything with Ted Pryor in it. Uh, I'm a huge fan, just like E.K. over at Laser Graves. Uh, the, The fight sequences are really well done. Uh, the kills are really well done, even the ones that you don't really see. It still looks cool. It doesn't. It doesn't make you bored. You know, it's not tiring. Maybe the end is, drags a little bit, but I think it's worth it. The reveal and everything is great. It's a very sleepaway camp type, uh, like you said, sleepaway camp two type ending. Yeah. Uh, you know, the killer gets away, and they never made a sequel to this, unlike Deadly Prey, where they made Deadliest Prey. But um, I say five out of five. This is like the another definitive late 80s straight to video VHS tape to own. Yeah, I agree. Like this, when you want to have like a funny 80s night and watch like shit 80s slasher movies, like this is one of them. Yeah, Dance or not, Die and then followed up with like Killer Workout would be like a real fun uh, like yeah. double feature to check out. You know, there's other ones you can do like Death Spa, Hell yeah. Spa. You can right? find Hell Spa. <laughs> fucking like. Yeah, uh, there's a few few of our people out there yeah, have my it boy, right we, fright vision i know they got a, a copy yeah of fright vision burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> yo trade that to us man yeah you know you guys don't want that <laughs> uh yeah i say five out of five man rent this find it uh watch it it's on youtube so it's you can watch everywhere. it on there it's yeah everywhere. it's everywhere I've got, it's on amazon um, and stuff too so why don't i get to the back of the box and we'll see how it goes They came to get their bodies into the best shape of their lives. Too bad they'll never have the chance to enjoy it. In the locker room, in the showers, in the weight room, even in the parking lot, someone is turning the most beautiful bodies in town into a grisly, brutal body count. Now, nobody's safe. There's no place to hide killer workout. I love it. Something very unhealthy is happening at Rhonda's Health Club. Even the cover is awesome on this. I love the fucking you know, the cracked glass. You got a nice copy like too. The, yeah, with like the girls doing aerobics. It's a <laughs> little it's a little washed out, but the back and the front are fine. Yeah, it's a I think this was a blockbuster video. As you can see, the back has it's like all the girls in like the bikinis and stuff. There you go. With David, oh, yeah. uh, it's, with it's Ted the Pryor, hanging, the hanging picture on there. Which yeah, is, uh, you see Ted Pryor up. down there, ripped, looking like Arnold. Damn Those veins, yeah. Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't we uh, move on, hit the wheel, and we'll see what we're uh, what we're gonna watch next week. But you see, the deal is, man, you gotta step up and spin that wheel. Once you spin it, where it stops, that's what you and I are gonna do. And what happens? Both go in the ring. One man comes out. The other? (laughs) Well, no. Okay, so it's time to spin the wheel. Uh, I'm excited to maybe do something a little different. Who knows? Right? Who knows? The wheel is loaded with good shit. Yeah, yeah. So people uh, want Starman. Oh man, one day we will do Starman. How about we just do a like a? We'll just watch Starman. (laughs) This is actually going to be the uh, the wheel that's going to be this week, and then the next week after that we have a curated movie. So this is going to be one of the uh, the few wheels of this month for you guys. So. Yeah, yeah. Coming oh up. yeah, hey. oh yeah, yeah. I forgot we got one. We got a good movie for that. We have a fantastic so, movie for that. Let's uh, spin this wheel. Spinning three, two, one. This well next week on the Bad Taste Video Podcast, we will be watching 
I'm working on it. Uh, I can't uh, see. <laughs> I see the volume knobs on your reflection. Uh, it's not it happening. Says, it says murder computer. lust. M- murder lust? <laughs> murder lust. Oh, shit. Hey, I am very go. excited. One of Grizz's favorite films. Is there a trailer to this? I don't know. I, I think there is because Entrovision put uh, out a DVD of this a few years ago. So they might have did. I know they're known for it. Okay, so if there's a trailer, I will play it now. If there's not a trailer, I will play you something else. Murder. Brutal. Violent. Vicious. With no apparent motive. These are words we dread to read or hear in the media. These words describe the handiwork of the most insidious and evil of criminals, the so-called serial killer. This type of killer is hard to catch. Some are never caught. Why? How can they murder with such impunity? Where do they hide? The answer, in plain sight. This is Steve Belmont, trusted and upstanding member of his community, respected by his family and friends, he has just one hobby. Honored and loved, decent, kind, with one pastime. Outstanding member of his church, the man any mother would want for her daughter. Loving, caring, the ideal boyfriend, husband, lover. Deeply passionate, tender, gentle. Why don't I ring for the butler? He can bring us some drinks and we can toast Steve Belmont. A man more concerned with self-sacrifice than self-gain. A Christian in the truest sense of the word. sexual psychopath, the sexual urge becomes twisted and fuses with the violence of murder. A killer is born. Until caught, whole cities can be swept with panic. Some call him a maniac. Some call him the devil. This is the face of a monster. Okay, so next week we will be watching Murder Lust, which is a 1985, I think, uh, slasher shot on 16 millimeter low budget horror film. It's pretty fucking cool. It's gritty. It's fucking weird, right? This is, this uh, is probably my favorite portrayal of a serial killer. It's psychosexual so well killer. <laughs> uh, it's a prism video release. Grizz and I both have these, right? We were just oh, showing yeah. them off to Anthony. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for this one. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, probably one so, of the most iconic prism covers, in my opinion. For probably sure. my favorite prism cover. 100%. I agree. I don't know about my favorite, but it definitely is one of the iconic ones so Grizz get anything this week watch anything this week yeah I kind of was in a little bit of a, a mood this week I watched Cybernator which was uh, <laughs> on a farm. oh there's Anthony look at this guy <laughs> he's gone now uh, but yeah I watched Cybernator which was based in t- it, was, it was an 80s movie or early 90s movie but it's based in 2010 post-apocalyptic uh, sci-fi but it was over the top Vista Street so it was like a lot of nudity a lot of Really shitty gore, really fun story. I've just been kind of watching a lot of that kind of like post-apocalyptic stuff, just because it's kind of suiting. I guess current events. <laughs> I watched Survival 1990. That was another like uh, post-apocalyptic movie. That one was weird. It's a Canadian TV movie that's like. 
based about these like soldiers coming across these mutants but the only thing that makes them mutants is that they're dressed like cavemen it's just normal fucking people dressed like cavemen yeah. it's a really yeah. low budget movie so <laughs> it is on YouTube if you're into that kind of really shitty low budget stuff that was put out from Canada so you can check that out on there but uh, those are the two movies that I kind of really focused my time on anyways so what about you? Anthony, what have you I watched, watched? I watched a lot this week because I had to go through a bunch of stock footage for a lot of like news sites. So I was able to uh-huh. watch. I put my monitor above. That's next week. I'll have a camera because I'll be able to put it right in front of my face. Um, I watched <laughs> that documentary about um, the actor from Nightmare on Elm Street Two. Um, oh yeah, I watched that. It was on Amazon. Um, I watched. Uh, I told uh, Beard the other day. I watched the Videodrome Special Edition. Um, oh, cool. The, with, with all these extra scenes, makeup, like the makeup tutorial, like not tutorials, but the makeup, how they did a lot of the makeup, and like the extended cut, which is really, really good. Uh, and watch Blood Simple again because that movie's fantastic. And I uh, and I watched. Oh my god, I'm missing one big one. <laughs> one big one. I know I watched more than that. And I think WrestleMania. I, I think I watched. I think I watched. Did I watch The Fly? I think I watched The Fly too, as well. If I think about, if I think yeah. of a title again, I'll, 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 get, I'll yell again. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I watched a few things. I watched a few things this week. I watched all the uh, prequels, the Star Wars prequels. Oh I watched God. Day of the Reaper. I watched. Uh, what else did I watch? The stuff I watched. The stuff is great. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I watched some other things that I can't think of. Um, had to watch Killer Workout for this. Killer Workout. Um, actually, I had to watch it a couple times. So you were stressing uh, today, boy. <laughs> yeah, man. Why my tape stressing? didn't want to work. My tape didn't want to work. I haven't watched oh, it in no. like over a year. I pull it out and it's just fuzz. And I'm like, fuck. And whatever's wrong with it, like transferred. It gave like my fucking VCR the, the COVID. And I had a, and then it gave it to the other VCR. It spreads like, like wildfire. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, not mold. It wasn't mold because I just cleaned the the tape heads and that was it. There must have been some sort of like oxidation, like chasing. uh, Yeah, yeah, like everybody was telling me. So, yeah. Um, Other than that, you know, just the regular shit that I always put on zombie rampage and stupid shit. I put it on in the background while I'm doing stuff. Um, I checked my list. I just checked my list. I watched Darkman. And I watched uh, uh, Lawnmower Man. Wow! <laughs> That's wow! A combo right there. <laughs> it was, I think I think it was it was just suggested. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll watch Dark Man for my hundredth time. <laughs> Hopefully, I get that package in the mail tomorrow. I'm like, dude, I know I have a few now too that like are just the tracking is just acting funny. So, so Grizz asked me like, hey, I bought all these tapes, and. You know, we bought him in a lot and all that shit because, you, you know, you get better deals when you buy in bulk. And he asked me, like, hey, man, you want me to send it like what I have now or do you want me to like wait till the other stuff comes? I'm like, oh, dude, just wait. And that was like maybe a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Little did I know that now my shit is in limbo. So now you have one package <laughs> that's full of like really great tapes that's yeah. all in limbo together yeah. instead of yeah. a couple packages. Yeah, yeah, shit. But you know they're trying their hardest. If you're a mail carrier, it'll be thank there tomorrow. You. I am. We're we're all still working, so yep. we feel you, essential personnel. We are appreciative um, of that. Yeah. So while you're home, you know, look at our website www.badtastevideo.com. Hook us up with a five star review on iTunes if you can. Leave one. We would love to hear from you. Um, we have a Patreon hook us up <laughs> help us out pay for some of our hosting fees and there's some you know we'll figure out some better shit for that for all our patrons that are already on there thank you we're gonna have some more stuff up for uh, for you pretty soon uh, Grizz where could they find you on the internet you can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler and just a reminder also that probably I would 
guest later this week sometime. We're going to be doing Haunted Ween over yeah. uh, on our Twitch channel. That is Twitch TV or twitch.tv backslash bad taste video. Uh, so keep an eye out on our Instagrams because we will be plugging that and giving you guys the date and time to watch Haunted Ween with us. That's going to be a fun one. Yes. Uh, Anthony, where could they find you on the internet? Oh, I was going to say, just come to my house. Um, I'll be here <laughs> forever. Uh, um, <laughs> AnthonyBassini.com, Anthony Bassini, um, A. Bassini on Instagram. And yeah, um, um, if you're looking to have a video done in the year 2023, think of me before going to anyone else when we could yeah, start yeah. leaving the house again. Yeah. When you need to uh, have a video of your bunker done, uh, let us know. We can we can hook you up. Your video will. And you could, yeah, you could find me, fuck, yeah, sorry. like Brian, like like I Brian just keep Oblivion. On doing mine every day. <laughs> so uh, you can find me on Instagram at Bad Taste Video, and like I said before, find us at uh, www.badtastevideo.com. Also, if you're home, like everybody else, or you're doing something, uh, check out some of our friends. You got uh, Laser Graves podcast that we always talk about, Fright Vision podcast that we always talk about, Say You Love Satan podcast, Neon Brainiacs podcast, um, Super Tat Film Club podcast, uh, Witchfinger podcast. Who else we got, man? Who are we messing? Because somebody's going to get fucking mad at us. Oh, don't look at me, dude. I, <laughs> I like everybody. Yeah, yeah. We like we love all your podcasts. <laughs> Cult Film Review. I'm a, I'm a fan of theirs, too. No? Yes? You ever I listen? I never listened to it. You got you to gotta hook me all up right. with these things, dude. All right, all right. So, yeah. so, yeah. Go listen to our friends, too. It's fucking awesome. Everybody's awesome, right? Uh, we will... See you next week with a very weird movie. (laughs) See you later.